welcome to the Homesick Podcast. We're so excited to grow and learn with you in our walks with Jesus, and we pray this podcast encourages you of the hope found in Christ. I'm Abby, and I'm here with my co-host Lily, and today we're going to be discussing the topic of, did Jesus tell us to love ourselves? Yeah, we're going to be talking about um, the different messages that the Bible tells us about loving ourselves and loving others in the same way that we love ourselves compared to what the world's constantly telling us about Mm. prioritizing our needs above everyone around us and yeah, loving ourselves before loving other people. Yeah, in this culture, it's so important that we really um, dive deep into why um, self-love is so portrayed and how that kind of relates to um, us as believers and what it means to really die to ourselves as Christians and um, pursue Jesus instead of um, ourselves, which is what we're being told to do. Um, So today we have Elizabeth. How do you say your last name? Giraffe. It's like giraffe, but with a K. Okay, I love that. (laughs) Elizabeth Giraffe. There you um, go. You got it. I found Elizabeth on Instagram like a year ago, maybe. Not sure. Elizabeth does very similar type of artwork to me. So we kind of connected through Instagram and social media. And um, it's just really cool to see her passion for Jesus through her lettering. And um, what she does is actually very incredible. Like she has super encouraging posts and super encouraging captions. Um, they're really cute. And she's super talented. And um, she talks a lot about counterculture and self-love and, you know, being fearfully and wonderfully made in Jesus. And you should definitely go check her out. But we're so excited to hear her perspective on this as well. So, yeah, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. And I thank you for the incredible opportunity that we have to chat with Lizzie today and have her on the podcast. I thank you that um, your word teaches us about topics like these and we can spend some time diving into that and really just seeking what you say about these topics and um, we ask that you would help us read your word for what it says it is and not assume anything and make sure that um yeah that we're reading it for what it says and not taking that out of context into a worldly way and we just pray that you would speak through Abby and I through Lizzie that um yeah, you would just reveal your truth around self-love and loving those around us to all the people listening. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So good. Um, so yeah, let's dive right into it. Um, do you want to introduce yourself and just tell us a bit about yourself? Um, sure. I am Elizabeth or Lizzie or Liz. Um, all my friends call me all of them. <laughs> um, I just graduated high school. I've been homeschooled my whole life. Um, I love lettering, any kind of creating. It's really just kind of my favorite thing to do. I I love learning new ways to create. Um, I currently work full-time as a nanny slash like reading tutor for a family. Um, And I just moved up here, moved up to live with them. So that's super exciting. And so excited to see what God has for me in the next stages of my life. So good. Um, so first of all, what is self-love? We kind of have to introduce that. And yeah, do you want to tell us a bit about what that is? Um, yeah, so I think the general world's idea of the self-love that's out there now would be this kind of embracing of yourself and um, mm-hmm. exaltation of self and um, you need to love yourself before anything um, and 
I think there is, like most things in the world, there is some truth in that. We obviously should know that we were created special and we are created one of a kind mm-hmm. and we shouldn't hate ourselves. Um, but I do think the Christian idea of self-love should be a little bit different than the worldly self-indulgent idea of that. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. That's a good introduction to what that is. And especially in like nowadays culture, how prominent that is and how that really discourages a lot of Christians because um, I feel like we invest so much time into trying to find love for ourselves, and mm. then it never fulfills us. Right. And then we kind of hit like a roadblock and we don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's what we want to get into today. Like why is it so dangerous for Christians to get caught up into this trend and um, what what is real self-love or what is the real cure for um, feeling mm-hmm. all these worldly uh-huh. um, sorrows, I guess? Mm. Yeah, so what are your thoughts on why self-love is dangerous? Um, I think uh, I was thinking about this earlier. I think that the danger is in most sin as it is in all, like most sin, not in the self-love itself, mm. but in the perversion and idolization of that self-love. It's not just, it's mm. not wrong to love yourself or be comfortable with yourself, but it's in when self-love becomes a substitute mm. for love for God, mm. then good, it becomes a danger. I think we have to remember that the only way we love ourselves is being confident in God and God's love for yeah. us. And when that is... Mm when we have um, a distortion of that and we forget God in that, Mm -hmm. then it becomes really dangerous. Yeah, that is so good. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, like you were saying, just the self-love is so much, like it's taking your eyes off Christ. And yeah, like you were saying, it's not self-love itself. Mm -hmm. It's just anything that is taking our focus off of him and becoming an idol. And it's Mm -hmm. a form of pride ultimately. Like even when it's not, self-love if it's mm-hmm. self-hatred or anything like you're spending so much of your time and your energy and everything is just focused on like yourself even mm. yeah even when that isn't a positive thing and it's just mm. something that can be so distracting which is ultimately like the overarching topic I guess right. above just not even self-love just everything yeah. that takes our eyes off Christ that becomes like a barrier between us yeah I guess it's like that self-worship almost Mm -hmm. like we're putting ourselves first before others and that can become detrimental to our faith because we're constantly focused on me 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 we don't want to serve God and we don't want to serve our families and friends Mm -hmm. because it's just us that (laughs) all-consuming what can I do for myself how am I enough um yeah, in that Bible verse, Second Timothy three verse twelve, that says, "But understand this: that in the last days there will become times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, and unholy." So I think that kind of just shows the biblical perspective on self love. Mm. It literally says lovers of self, and right. um, that's not a good like connotation. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. They're saying it as a negative thing. Right. When we look at this stuff, it's comparing it to, yeah. and it's like, okay, it's definitely comparing it to other dangers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's for sure. And and it's interesting how it says um, that in the last days, and mm. it's kind of like we're coming mm. to this part where all those things are so 
prevalent in our culture. Yeah. And that just mm-hmm. kind of blows your mind, eh? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, we, like it says in the Bible that we don't know when Jesus is coming and, like, there'll be no way to mm-hmm. tell. But, like, things like this, like, makes you realise, like, man, like, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. That's our blessed hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, and... Um, we were going to look at Matthew twenty two thirty nine because um, this is a Bible verse that I think a lot of Christians get um, mixed up with mm. and they get really confused about because it seems to be saying that we should love ourselves. Um, so Lily, do you want to read that out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. So people usually take that to promote self-love by saying... Um, we can't love other people unless we first love ourselves. And it's mm-hmm. like, um, so if you hate yourself, you're going to hate other people. And if you love yourself, you're going to love other people. So that means that we must love ourselves. We must mm-hmm. spend time with ourselves, care mm-hmm. for ourselves um, in order to be able to love other people. But I mm-hmm. think, well, as we are going to be talking about, this is actually a misinterpretation of this verse. Um, saying that we can't love other people unless we love ourselves first. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you kind of just want to talk about that, Lizzie, and what your thoughts are around um, the verse and how we should be looking at that? Yeah, I mean, I think I like the statement presupposes this like natural love for self because I think deep down mm-hmm. we all do love, like deep down there's this, already established love and respect that we have for ourselves that other people don't have that we don't have for other people I mean Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and but we can't forget that it's not we don't stop at that self-love it's a moving on it's a comparison we just as we love Mm -hmm. something that is naturally a part of ourselves we love our neighbor we're called to love our neighbor as much as we love the per the thing that is naturally us something that is part of us yeah i like that um yeah because it isn't assumed in the bible that we love ourselves first Mm -hmm. so it's a part of human nature and a part of what it means to be a human i guess Uh um so i think what jesus is saying is to um he's just simply emphasizing the importance of loving your neighbor by comparing it to love that we already have naturally for ourselves yeah yeah not trying to encourage more love for ourselves (laughs) right yeah it's not saying indulge in yourself so that Mm. you can love your neighbor it's saying it's presupposing a love. Like, you love yourself, yeah. so love your neighbor like that. Yeah, that is so good. That's a good explanation. Um, and, yeah. like, also, like, in Ephesians 5.33, when it says, however, let each of you love his wife as himself, is not saying that mm-hmm. the husband has to be in, so invested in himself first before he can love his mm-hmm. wife. It's mm-hmm. just, again, like, a assumption that the husband already loves himself so much, and that's what he has to do for his wife is to love her the same as he loves himself. And it's like why it's really important to have selfless love, which is um, to give love to others instead of taking it for yourself uh-huh. and putting that emphasis on that. Right. I think same goes with treat others as you would like to be treated, you know. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That's just assuming that you like to treat yourself well. So that means you want to treat other people in the same way. It's not like, oh, okay, so you... Um, you don't treat yourself well. That means I'm not going to treat other people well. It's just simply um, the assumption that we do like to love ourselves. We do mm-hmm. like to treat ourselves well. So I guess that's where people get mixed up and then people mm-hmm. get really invested and caught up in that idea that they need to first fill their cup up before yeah. um, doing it to others. 
definitely people I think this like it's almost about selfishness like that's in human nature that Mm -hmm. we are selfish and God knows that like he knows Mm. us and like this isn't addressing that selfishness but it's just like assuming that out of that we already love ourselves and even Mm. when it when we don't see it as love like we're critical of ourselves like that is still ultimately like I was saying before just um taking our eyes off Christ and being that like thing so yeah I think it's just in our human nature but then that help like makes us want to mm-hmm. read the passage as that I guess and I think the assumption in you know like filling your cup up you, we have to fill our cup up before we serve others the assumption in that is that we are filling our own cup up and that is clearly mm-hmm. not what happens it's God yeah, who so fills good. our <laughs> cup up so that Amen. it's not just filling your cup up for my he, God doesn't fill my cup up for me he fills it up so that I can mm. then pour into other people yeah that's so good yeah I love that it's um yeah I guess the importance as Christians of finding our love from God and not from ourselves mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. right we'll never fulfill ourselves but God right. is so big and he can definitely do that for us <laughs> um and yeah I think when we put the emphasis back on Jesus then we're you know we're not gonna um struggle with this whole um I don't really like myself kind of thing when we put the emphasis mm-hmm. on Jesus. And obviously that's not an easy thing. Like that's something that I mm-hmm. guess we're all going to struggle with to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just, um, yeah, the whole fixing our eyes on God, fixing our eyes on eternity kind of thing, mm-hmm. as per mm-hmm. usual, we always talk about. <laughs> um, yeah. And also with um, the verse, like if you look at the whole context, it's Jesus uh-huh. is answering the question, um, which is the great commandment? The Pharisees are asking him, um, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus says, there are two commandments. And the first is, he says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and the first commandment. And a second is like this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And if he says there are two commandments, and we're telling people that we have to love ourselves first, isn't it the mm-hmm. three commandments then? <laughs> saying, um, you know, we have to love God, then love ourselves, then love right. people. But Jesus mm-hmm. is love. Um, uh, Jesus is two commandments. And the first one is to love God first, which then goes back to the whole thing of filling your cup up yeah, from Jesus. There's no intermediate, like, standard, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. that's enough, just getting like being fulfilled like mm. I guess when we are saved we we receive the Holy Spirit and he's constantly filling us up and that's like where um where we get that to like serve and love other people like we can't mm. do that out of our own nature because we're mm-hmm. sinful and yeah that's so amazing that God gives us that like blessing right that we can um that we can serve out of his strength and not our own. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so hard to have to be the one that comes up with that strength because it's not in us. Yeah. And that, that constant struggle mm-hmm. to like come up with it. And we see like the hurt that that causes in the world. But it's so freeing mm-hmm. to recognize that it's not your strength. I just love that. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. beautiful. I love that um, word like freedom. There's just so much freedom in knowing that it's not. Uh-huh. from us yeah and um that's like the whole agape love eh like yeah. 
the love that comes from God and in what's the love that we give out like philia is it the word yeah i don't remember but i know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like brotherly love yeah Yeah. that kind of thing um yeah so we want to talk a bit about selfless love Uh selfless love oh my goodness tongue twister (laughs) selfless love now (laughs) um yeah so do you want to just kind of introduce what selfless love looks like and what that is for you i guess yeah i mean i think the best example we have of selfless love is Jesus because we see him constantly dying. He dies to himself in his life and his ministry. And then we have the ultimate laying down of his life for the salvation of Mm. us worthless people, worthless sinful people. Um, And so that is this love in which we even see i think in the garden of gethsemane we see that like it's not something he wants like it's not something he wants to do it's not going to be easy for Mm him um but in the end he does it and it's Mm -hmm. this laying down of his life um and giving up of himself and then in the same way that's what we're called to do we're called to maybe not all of us are called to lay down our literal lives but we are called to lay down our lives Mm -hmm. in the small ways in every day to our friends our family and to god yeah i love what you were saying about how like um he didn't want to do it like he he asked Mm -hmm. god to take the cup from him right like it wasn't like, oh, yeah, okay, off I go, like, mm-hmm. happy days. Like, he was really, um, like, he was in a hard place and he was, um, yeah, like, asking God to, to take that from him if he could, mm-hmm. but he still, mm-hmm. like, carried it out. And I think that we often assume that loving others and, um, like, especially as a Christian, like, that's going to be an easy thing. And, yes, right. it is from God's strength and not ours, but it can be super hard and Mm. that's just like a really cool reminder that like Jesus Mm -hmm. like loved us so much that he did that despite how hard it was for him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's so true and I guess he he I mean he was he's God so he could have done (laughs) anything he wanted to do but yeah it was just showing um the sacrifice that he made um was just really showing how much he was Mm -hmm. willing to go through for us and Mm. just putting him his life out there f- mm-hmm. as a man and um you know that whole sacrifice was just emphasizing how much grace and love he has for his children and how much he cares for us and i think mm-hmm. once we realize um how nothing really none of that could have been earned by us like we mm-hmm. could have mm-hmm. we couldn't do anything in our strength to earn that love and once we realize that, we can begin to understand how beautiful and big God's grace is. And that is what makes us want to um, serve other people because we mm-hmm. want to share that love. We want to share that grace. Right. And um, I think it's an important aspect of um, Christ- Christianity in general is, um, you know, understanding God's grace and yeah. wanting to um, share the gospel through the love that he's first given us. Um and I think that's why it's so dangerous for us to be caught up in the self-love movement. It's because the crucial, most critical part of sharing the gospel is then sucked away into um, focusing on our own selfish ambition. Mm. And whether that mm. um, might not look like a huge thing, might not be a narcissistic kind of love, it is still a love that can be detrimental to our faith and mm. where we want to be headed and grow uh-huh. as a Christian. So yeah, what do you think 
are ways that we can choose to um I guess put others first than ourselves like practical tips I guess on having Mm. selfless love um I mean I think first it's again acknowledging that it's not on our own strength that we can do that it's not easy Mm. to do that um but then keeping it as a constant it's a constant reminder something we constantly have to be running through our heads it's not something that is Mm. going to be um not it's not natural so um we have to remind ourselves and intentionally think about it um Mm. but then knowing that as we keep it as a as we practice laying down our lives and um then it will become easier as we go on we will learn it when you Mm. learn when you're learning something it's hard to begin with but once you learn it it gets easier and easier until it becomes kind of second nature yeah yeah that's so good it's definitely like a lifetime thing like you can't just be like click my fingers like (laughs) yeah it's not like a decision that you're gonna make once like it's a thing that you bring to god over and over again and ask for help with and um yeah it's gonna take like your whole life i guess Mm. working on it yeah definitely there's no end to learning about it (laughs) yeah sure yeah there's always so much knowledge we can discover um, and I think uh-huh. that's what's so cool, like being able to learn more every day and just mm-hmm. um, pursuing Jesus and like mm-hmm. growing in that. Um, there's also this one question that I think a lot of um, people like struggle with. So should we just hate ourselves or like if we do not like ourselves, um, what do we do about that then? Um, do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I that is quite a meaningful question to me because I've always yeah. struggled with like um body image or seeing myself mm-hmm. as um worth or loved enough yeah but I think we are not called to hate ourselves um obviously we need to acknowledge that we're sinful mm-hmm. but we do um we also in acknowledging we're sinful we get to acknowledge that God has created us in his image. We are image bearers. Mm -hmm. We are loved enough by God so that he would die for our sin so that because he wants us to be with him. So in knowing that, how could I hate myself if I know that Jesus died on the cross for me? There's no room for a hate for who I am Mm -hmm. or who God has created me to be in that knowledge of the love that god has for me yeah i absolutely love that that's actually so encouraging hearing you say that because um that's like something i struggle with as well um and just hearing you like put it into that perspective is kind of Mm -hmm. like mind-blowing how i guess it's not something that we um are called to because i feel like Mm. a lot of the times when we think of that self-denying we think of um Mm -hmm. like a really negative connotation surrounding that but the way you put it it's like Jesus loved us so much and um, we are made an image of God. So why should we hate ourselves? And that's just so beautiful because that points back to Jesus and doesn't Mm -hmm. have anything to do with us. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I really, really love how you said that and how you put that into words. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, again, the self-love doesn't come from us. Mm -hmm. It comes from God. It's God's love in us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we don't have enough even love in ourselves, I guess, to even love ourselves like if mm-hmm. you know we're if, yeah. if we don't even like love ourselves how do you expect that love to even come like where do we expect that to right. come from mm-hmm. um but yeah with uh-huh. god that's just 
that's so possible with him and that's just yeah so freeing like you said before um Mm. yeah no yeah I just love that yeah definitely like I love what you're saying about how it's it's almost not our place to hate ourselves like Mm. we're we're God's creation and we like we go out into the world and we're like whoa like (laughs) creation is so beautiful um yeah it's such a contradiction when we aren't seeing that beauty in ourselves as well but it's just like a balance between honoring God for um for his beautiful creation in ourselves and the people around us and getting to that point of dangerous Mm. like self-worship and idolization but it's just like finding it's quite a fine line I think yeah and hard to navigate I guess which like Mm. Mm -hmm. which side you're on but yeah definitely not um Mm -hmm. not our place to be disregarding God's creation in Mm. ourselves and it's easy enough to say but Mm. very hard to put into practice yeah yeah. for sure (laughs) um definitely and I like that verse Ephesians 3 19 which says and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God that kind of just wraps like the whole idea of what it means Mm. to be filled with God's love um and I think instead of Mm. saying things like I love myself, it becomes I am loved and not because of who we are, but because of who God is. Mm, um, so good. <laughs> and it's just like that truth that really just sets you free, uh-huh. right? Um, and that's just so beautiful. And it comes mm-hmm. back to where our security and our identity should come from. And that just comes from the love that we've been given from God mm. rather than the love we can attempt mm. to have for ourselves. I think the more that we experience in our lives like God's forgiveness and it's kind of the more we start to begin to think Mm -hmm. of him than ourselves and once our thoughts really just um go back to him and is consumed with him and no longer ourselves we don't have to feel like we need to focus on ourselves like I I feel like once you Uh this is like personally when I started trying to pursue Jesus more and that is what filled my mind I didn't even think twice about not thinking about myself. Like I wasn't feeling mm-hmm. at loss that I didn't think about myself, you know? I yeah. wasn't feeling at loss at all because it's just actually just so freeing and so beautiful to be able to um, focus on Jesus instead and what he's done for us. Mm-hmm. I think that proves even more like mm-hmm. that that is how we are created to live and that's like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like what we mm-hmm. are being called to do like if you're like you were saying like the freedom that comes from that like when you're living like searching to try and satisfy yourself Mm. like it's never gonna happen and that's why it's so hard that's why everyone's like working so hard trying to Mm. do so much stuff for themselves because that level of satisfaction that they're looking for can never be reached from themselves and the freedom comes when you understand that and give your life over to Christ to be mm-hmm. Lord. And when you're, yeah, when you're obsessed with trying to satisfy yourself, then even if you are a Christian, then Christ can't mm-hmm. be your Lord. You can't have two masters, right? Like, yeah. Wow. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Well, I was going to say too, the really beautiful thing about becoming secure in your in the knowledge that God loves you is then you can serve others in way more of a beautiful way because mm. you see them as loved by God. And wow. so seeing that makes you see other people in a whole new light too, not yeah. only yourself, but other people. It's super fun to be able to see that. 
Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that is so good. I love that. It's like loving yourself is not the answer. Loving God is the answer. Mm. And God's love satisfies and it's sufficient. Um, and mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's just an amazing <laughs> thing, right? And we can yeah. celebrate in that truth. Um, and I, I guess I feel bad for people who haven't uh-huh. yet discovered that truth. And it's, again, important to share the gospel with other people so that mm-hmm. they can mm-hmm. find that true freedom as well. Um, yeah, I just wanted to yeah. add, I think that's another, like, point of difference that as this idea, like, grows in popularity and becomes so much more normal in the world that if we realise as Christians that this isn't the way that we've been called to live, that mm. um helps us be more of a light, I guess. And if we, yeah, if people see that freedom that comes mm. from um being fully reliant on God's love and being satisfied by that alone that just um yeah helps us become more of a light in this dark world Mm. Mm, yeah that's so true um yeah it's been really good talking about this with you Lizzie and Lily as always um it's such a huge thing right now and it's important that we have these we have these discussions and um like don't shy away from topics like this and really um be okay with being against what culture tells us is okay um because ultimately God's word stands firm and anything that does not agree with God's word is wrong and we should pursue God's word over it all um but yeah let us pray to end this episode Dear heavenly father i just thank you for the blessing and opportunity that you've given us to Um, have these conversations and really talk about you and um, understand your word and come and pursue you for who you are father I just thank you um, for people like Lizzie who are really passionate about who you are and passionate about using their gifts and talents to glorify you God I just pray that um, that you bless our listeners who are listening to this who um, can really understand your love for them and your grace and your mercy and just really spread that out to other people through selfless love and um, find security in who they are and their identity in you and know that the world does not have um, any way of satisfying any loss that they feel but only you can do that father i just thank you for this beautiful day and in jesus name we pray Amen. amen thank you so much for chatting with us today it's been so good yeah thanks for having me we've really enjoyed your perspective and like learning from you and I feel really encouraged talking to you and um yeah it's just been super amazing you guys really need to follow her on Instagram at Lizzie underscore letters um um, that's actually where I found her because she's from America and we're from New Zealand so actually never met in person um so peep the different accents that's why um and yeah feel inspired and encouraged by her and yeah yeah thank you all for tuning in if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review wherever you can and follow us on instagram at homesickpod also don't forget to check out our website where you can submit prayer and topic requests and read our blogs we pray that you found this episode helpful and uplifting we'll catch you next time we're longing for home but here to make christ known
remember kids, God made you special. And he loves you very much. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Peace. And blessings. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay.